Oh, well, oh, yeah. yeah well, I don't know what we're doing. You yeah, usually like, say hello. Yeah, you say hello. I hello. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast this week. We're back at it. With such gems as Lobster Dave sizes up his competition for best local character. I caught Google Maps in an oopsie daisy. Signs for Pants Edward Island 6. <laughs> uh, Foreman also inadvertently started a milk movement. <laughs> and Melody can't have one because of all that melted cheese she's eating. A movement? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you can hardly contain yourself over the mere thought of Robin's cinnamon buns with cream cheese icing. <sighs> Stop it! <laughs> Leave a review. You can say it's bad, but we'd prefer if you said it was good. Yeah. And then more people can hear how bad it is. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, this is country singer Brett Kissel, and you're listening to one of the top 200 morning shows, Melody and Foreman, on Hot Country 103.5. The show that introduced you and made a celebrity out of Sherry at the Tim Hortons in Porter Lake. Porter's Lake. Porter's Lake. Yeah. Uh, we grilled her when they first introduced the white lids instead of the brown ones. And then where they're putting the black marker on it, it was getting on your nose. On and your then, nose. Yeah, on my nose. I will let the head office know that. They come from the big people at Tim Hortons. And why? I have no idea. Then we called back a little while later after they started putting the markings outside the maple leaf on the edge of the cup so it would not get on your nose anymore. We changed our method of marking those lids so you don't get it on your nose anymore. It was because of you, Sherry. Well, yeah. Right? I did it for you guys. (laughs) And how appreciative are you for her doing that? So appreciative. So she's the one that can make things happen. Yes, she's she's gone to bat for even Bieber when we're like, is the Biebs brew any good? Mm -hmm. Delicious. <laughs> is it actually, or are you just being a salesperson right now? No, it is, and you need to tell everybody to come on down and try one. So Justin really has reinvented the French. Oh vanilla. yes, Justin's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> but we would like to be able to get in touch with Sherry at the Tim's and Porter's Lake yeah. once more because you have a bone to pick. A big, big, big bone. A bun, if you will. A bun to pick. Mm-hmm. With Tim, not Sherry, but Tim Hortons. Good morning, Tim Hortons, Porter Lake. Is uh, uh, Sherry around this morning? Uh, Sherry's actually not in. Can I uh, take a message? Ah, uh, sugar. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, we just have a question. Yeah. <laughs> You're from the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's we are. my mom. Oh! Yeah, like it's been pretty wild. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Brittany. Brittany? <laughs> yes. And Sherry's your mom. Yes, she I is. You guys work together. That's amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> I know. We kind of work opposite shifts. We're both managers, so she kind of takes my morning days, and then she works evenings. But uh, we get to cross our paths every day, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Is it better or worse now that she's a celebrity? Um, I mean, you know, I think it kind of went to her head a little bit. but <laughs> <laughs> How so? We need the dirt on her because she's not going to tell us any of this. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's great working with her. It really is. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's okay, because since you are also a manager, you can answer this question for us, because you do have some answers to give. What the heck happened to the cinnamon buns? (laughs) What do you mean? Are they still on the menu? Well, right now. Well, we have them anyways. Okay. I don't know other stores. They might not have any, but we sure do. The plot thickens, because at our Tim Hortons here in Westfall Plaza, it's not on the menu at all. It's not oh, no. even on the options. 
Oh no, they delisted it. They delisted it. How horrible. And does that mean if something gets delisted at Tim Hortons, is it gone forever? Um, most of the time, yeah. But they do <gasps> surprise us sometimes and bring it back. Like, I don't know, they like to do that to people. They'll uh, get rid of something that's really, really good and then, like, bring it back like a year later. Surprise, I'm back. Yeah, like, how's Just the like campaign that. on the Walnut Crunch going? <laughs> oh, I miss the Walnut Crunch. Right? <laughs> oh, I love that Walnut Crunch. Loved it. What the heck, then? Why is it gone? I don't know, but that's been gone for, oh, my God, nine years, ten yes. years. Oh. And we're still not over it. Yeah. yeah, I know. Listen, me either, man. So you're not you're not getting your cinnamon rolls back for nine or ten years at this Tim Hortons, <laughs> at least. But if you go to Porter's Lake, still got them. That's good to know, because honestly, I was about to riot. Like, I lived for those cinnamon rolls. But, Brittany, you did suspiciously say you have them right now. Yeah. Um, I really don't know if we're going to keep them. Like, <gasps> I know once, like, one Tim Hortons gets rid of something, it's pretty much the same, going to be, like, all across Canada type of thing. Okay, so what you're telling me is that some places have them for a very limited time, possibly, <laughs> so I just need to go to all of the Tim Hortons here in the HRM. No, it's just Porter's Lake. Yeah, just Porter's Lake, because we're the best, hands down. Okay, and just... <laughs> Buy all of them. Yeah, basically. And then they can delist them after you leave. <laughs> yeah, you call us ahead. We'll make you 50 if we got them in the freezer. Whoa! That's the kind of service only Porter's Lake is offering. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brittany, thank you so much. You're yeah. welcome. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. You too. Say hi to your mom. I will for sure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, another chain that we have quizzed about the white brown lid situation is Robbins, mm -hmm. and we have talked to Trudy in Robbins in Kennet Cook about that. We're still the home of the brown lid, yeah. That should be part of your branding <laughs> at this point. Yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're working for you now, free of charge. Well, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, Trudy. But the first time we ever called the Robbins in Kennet Cook, we talked to Linda. Yep. We wondered why, who's the type of person that stops the pay it forward line? Mm -hmm. You want me to tell you the truth? Yes. Uh, yes. The cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> and it would really be great to get Linda on the phone again because... She tells it like it is. Yes. Tim Hortons may be discontinuing their cinnamon buns. And I, I swear on PEI in North Rustico, I saw a whole pile of Robin cinnamon buns okay. in that counter. They must have them at Robin's. Welcome to Robbins. Hi, is this, is Linda around? Is this Linda? This is Linda. <gasps> Linda! Have you missed me? Oh, we so missed you. <laughs> yeah, I heard you called a couple times looking for me, but it was never here. I know, we, we very much enjoyed Trudy's company as well. I think we talked yeah. to her, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice to have you back. <sighs> oh yes, I'm here. The Robbins employee who tells it like it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. <laughs> we, did we get you in I hope we didn't get you in trouble. No, you didn't. No, uh, no, no. Oh the so boss thought it was great. Oh, oh, good. Okay, well, I mean, any publicity is good publicity. That's what they say. Yeah. That's right. That's and, right. And we're calling to attempt to give you even more good publicity. Melody has a... Uh, a bone to pick with Tim Hortons, yes. and maybe you guys might be able to swoop in and solve her craving. Mm -hmm. Okay, what would that be? Uh, cinnamon buns. Oh, yes, we have cinnamon buns yeah. with lovely, lovely icing. Okay, what makes the icing so lovely? It's cream cheese icing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's oh, lovely. Gee, you, already, 
You didn't even finish talking and she's in. You're not going to get any better than that. No. This is foreplay. <laughs> I mean, it's better than foreplay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's food foreplay. It's food play. Yeah, that's right. How many times can I say foreplay? <laughs> Before we all get in trouble. I'm going to leave. No, I'm going to leave you and Linda alone. <laughs> How big are these cinnamon bars? <laughs> How big okay. are they? <laughs> yes. I'd say they're about a four or five ounce. Oh. <laughs> Can you get them warmed up? Yes, if you wish. <laughs> We're here to serve the customers. If that's the way you want it, that's the way you'll get it. You ask for it, they deliver. Right. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Melody, I don't know if she's going to last the drive all the way to Kennecook, but she's going to try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. I'm here to one. It's the season to be talking about colored pencils and pencil crayons and going back to school. Exactly. Spirit Halloween is coming back early September to the Halifax Forum. We've got it all today. Oh, yeah. Here it is everywhere. (laughs) What do you call them? You colored pencils or pencil crayons? Uh, The correct answer is... The correct answer is pencil crayons. (laughs) The question wasn't... Which is correct. The question was, which do you call it? I'm just providing you the correct answer. Ah, yes. You say so when we asked on Facebook and hundreds of people responded, the majority of which say colored pencils. Yeah, it seems to be if you're from Halifax or at least Nova Scotia, (laughs) survey says colored pencils. I'm from originally from Windsor, Ontario, and I said colored pencils. Well, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who's saying pencil crayons? Donna from Alberta. Yeah. Uh, another Donna. This is Donna thing from London, Ontario. Yes. Sarah from New Brunswick. Although she says now she lives in Nova Scotia and she gets corrected to colored pencils as a teacher. Uh, Whitney. Colored pencils, but growing up they called them pencil crayons in Cape Breton. So that's interesting to oh, me. Oh, Cape Breton is pencil crayons. Yeah, exactly. They got something right over there. <laughs> pencil crayons is weird. No, to it me. isn't. No, look at it. Shelby is uh, texted in too. It's 902-425-1035. You can call or text us. Colored pencils or pencil crayons. I grew up in Moncton and we always called them pencil crayons. As you should, Shelby. I now live in Halifax, but previously also Kenfield, and everyone I know here calls them colored pencils yes. and makes fun of me for not calling them that. It's just funny how even in Nova Scotia, it's like the majority call it this, but then there's this this subset. Are you surprised that there's a mainland versus Cape Breton dynamic going on here? <laughs> no, I'm not, but I am surprised that you and I, both from Ontario, that yeah. that same sort of thing, although to be fair, I am basically, Windsor is a suburb of Detroit. Yes. So that yeah. I'm only assuming Americans call them colored pencils. I'm surprised you know what 21 degrees Celsius even is. Uh, what is uh, what, 70 something Fahrenheit? I don't know. I'm I don't not know. from Windsor. And look, we even have this text now, the flood of messages from people in East Hants, Truro, Bedford, Picto, Dartmouth, all saying, pencil crayons, who's this? It's Andrew. Andrew! It's a call from Andy. 
but he calls himself Andrew. And he calls them pencil crayons, oh. right? Colored pencils. I never heard, I honestly never heard the term pencil crayons until later in life. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It feels wrong. It, it's like hearing the word moist. I have a similar no, response to Are pencil crayons. Are they made crayons. out of wax? No, they're not crayons. They're pencils. Exactly, and they're colorful. They're just called pencils. Lots of things are called things they aren't. <laughs> and you... those things would be wrong. <laughs> Like if I if my child has ringworm, she doesn't have worms. It's just what it's called. What a weird argument. <laughs> yeah, because that's comparing apples to oranges. Yeah. No, it's comparing crayons to worms. Yes. Where did you grow up, Andrew? Where's like your hometown? Uh, I grew up in Sackville. Sackville. See, you always always getting things wrong. Which sa- is oh, it? Middle? Is it upper? Oh, is it lower? Is it in New Brunswick? We no one knows. Keep talking, Foreman. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I was gonna say, keep digging that hole deeper, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Not in Sackville. <laughs> That's the deeper Sackville. I'm like a giddy little child, because I caught Google. Maps in a typo. We're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Maybe you've never been here. Thank you for listening and finding us as a traveling tourist. Enjoy our city. Google Maps should be able to take you everywhere you need to go. It's just sometimes they may get the names of places wrong. And they have a whole way of fixing uh, incorrect or or they even say even fraudulent listings. If we need to add roads to Google Maps or something on the map isn't right, you can tell us. Learn more about adding or fixing a road here. You can do all that if you want. Oh, gosh. But Foreman. don't you dare after you hear what I'm about to tell you. You leave this error as is. Okay. This has got to be like somebody at Google typed in the name of the place or the road incorrectly Mm -hmm. and now the map lady repeats it back to you incorrectly i gotta hear what was her we were on pei last week yeah use google maps a lot of course because there's no there's no one road to get anywhere you turn in 600 meters turn here and then in 800 meters turn and keep turn 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 turn. and it's not paved roads either it's all like back roads over (laughs) rocks exactly yeah uh so one area of the island uh we are near driving through is around brackley beach which is on the north coast just down from cavendish and only on one direction through that intersection, it would work. So our way through one way, it said it normally. On our way back, every time it said it this other way. And it's the best. Again, don't you dare go change it in Google Maps once you hear it. Ready? Ready! Turn right onto Black River Road, Prince Edward Island, 6 East. Signs for Pants Edward Island, 6, Bradley Beach. And she said it again. Take the next right onto Black River Road, Prince Edward Island 6 East. Signs for Pants Edward Island 6, Bradley Beach. Pants Edward Island? Signs for Pants Edward Island 6. <laughs> oh no! We thought, we drove through there like four or five times. We thought That's this. not a mispronunciation. Did we all hear the pants? Okay, you better record her. Signs for Pants Edward Island 6. <laughs> How did that even happen? Someone must have put in pants instead of prints by accident, (laughs) and it's stuck. So we can do that. We can go in and we can put the wrong thing and just mess everything up. Well, I don't know if it's going to accept you like messing things up on purpose, but somewhere early on the lot, I mean, someone that works there, I'm guessing, must have put it in in the first place and no one's corrected it. 
for good reason. Signs for Pants Edward Island 6. <laughs> not even close. Pants and Prince? <laughs> several consonants and and vowels off. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Well, I'm me too. so delighted. And I mean, yes, if anything, maybe you can you can try to change all Prince Edward Island road names to pants. Going into Google now. Pants Edward Island 6. See if it works. It's Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. We have our favorite lobster fisherman up for an award right now. Somebody told me that you get a, a year's supply of hummus. I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's what the prize is. But that wouldn't be good for Lobster Dave. Uh, Unexplained still to date. We have no idea why he makes nonstop jokes about hummus and hates it so much. He just does. Remains a mystery. Yes, he's the guy we went lobster fishing with for a whole show. You can find that on the Melody Informant podcast. And now that has us and him up for an award from the Coast's Best of Halifax Awards. And I don't even know if he knows. I doubt it. We better get him. We better get him and see get his reaction. Go over the competition. Size him up. Mm. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh oh! Something terrible has happened. Are you sure we haven't called Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it shows who's calling. <laughs> <laughs> no, David. We wanted to call and congratulate you on being a finalist, a nominee you can vote for to become Halifax's best local character. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't look to see, uh, you know, see if if I made it or not. You well, made it. You did. Best local character at vote.thecoast.ca under public life. Although you have some stiff competition. Yeah, we'd like to uh, get your thoughts on the uh, the other nominees in the category and get you to size them up for us. Okay. Okay. Well, Gus the tortoise. Yeah, I've met him a few times. Mm-hmm. He's a jerk, isn't he? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. He's been around for a hundred years now. Come, move, make side for the young spring chickens here, right? <laughs> Fat Apollo, yeah. and he's on Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I know who who he is. Exactly. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be there. Nope. Woody, the talking Christmas tree. Oh. <laughs> No comment. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> I goofed again. <laughs> yeah, he 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 scared my kids, so I'm not allowed to comment on that. Right? Ah, if see? The, who wants to? Who is that? Our best local character, the one that tortures children mm-hmm. for a living. And what better revenge could you enact on him than to win this over him? Good point. Yes. Yeah. What about Pearl, yeah. the oyster mascot? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know what that was. I, I seen the picture that was posted with, with the, uh, with him coming out, him or her or whatever, it. <laughs> coming out of the harbor in there, and, and I thought, I thought. Somebody must have ate some hummus and then went into the harbor or something. That's the result of all of our wastewater going straight into the harbor, and that's what comes out. A hummus hallucination yeah. come to life. Pearl is that one. You may have seen that picture going around. She was the ma- the new mascot of the Halifax Oyster Festival, which, again, terrified people from coast to coast to coast, and has swooped in. Like, that's only was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She swooped right in, and now she's taking the spotlight. And I don't think oh. that's fair, Dave. No, it really isn't. Oh, that's okay. 
I'll, I'll let her take the spotlight if she wants to. No, you won't. No. You're going to win. <laughs> yes, we got to figure out a way to beat her yeah. or it or that. <laughs> you also have Raccoon Guy. We don't know who that is. No, again, another one. It doesn't. If no. we don't know, shouldn't be there. Um, well, I've actually watched some of the videos of the the Raccoon Guy. Okay. Oh. Yeah, like he feeds hot dogs and stuff to all the wild. Uh, um, raccoons around, and sometimes he has 30 or 40 come out on different nights. So he's poisoning mm. our precious wildlife. Mm. <laughs> yep. Uh, they're, all, they're all good nominees. No, I'm seeing... No, I don't know. The Black Rocks, though, yeah, like, Black that's Rocks, like, like, that, that yeah. kills people. Yeah, yeah, basically. An yeah. accident waiting to happen. A guy that's poisoning the wildlife. What happens when our wastewater goes wrong? A uh, talking tree that terrorizes children. And a turtle that really is past its prime. I mean, this is you have a motley crew there, and you deserve to win. Well, I'll take it as it comes. <laughs> if he's got a motley crew, then you better stand yourself in front of the mirror and have a little talk with yourself. As if you're Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and figure out how you get the entire island to vote for you, Dave. I went to a garden party uh, this past weekend, and there was different people yelling at me, there's Lobster Dave, there's Lobster Dave. And I've, I've had people ask me about going out lobstering with me, too. Oh, boy. Now, see, yeah. you can, you're worried, this is a lucrative side hustle yep. here, Dave. No, I don't know. I said, you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared when you take people out on a glassy, smooth day, and they don't feel good, and they, they get seasick. That's not that's not good. No, but that's too bad. I Doesn't mean, n- no refunds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's vote.thecoast.ca. It's under the public life section. The category is best local character. You come up as Lobster Dave of Tancook Island, and you have until September 18th yes. to get your vote in so Dave can beat the oyster abomination. <laughs> And if you wanted to while you're there, you can also vote for Melody and Foreman for best radio show under music and culture. Only oh, yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. that's right too. Yeah. yeah. I'll be doing that. I'll be voting for you guys. You haven't yet? <laughs> Remember after 35 years of service when Steve Murphy was extended this gracious offer? CTV has graciously suggested that I continue to contribute to our programs every so often with interviews and commentary and analysis, so that's what I'll be doing. Well, he's the exception. Yep. (laughs) Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending, and we will get to that. But first, actor Tom Holland is taking a break from social media for his mental health. Because I find Instagram and Twitter to be overstimulating, to be uh, overwhelming. I get caught up and I spiral when I read things about me online. Spider-Man's British? <laughs> like, shock me, shock me, shock me. I know. So many celebrities saw that, though, and said, yeah, totally can relate. Also, we can totally relate. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber wrote, love you, man. Amy Schumer, on the other hand, said she'll be using social media more for her mental health. I find that looking at my phone for eight and a half hours a day is helping me. <laughs> and it's helping this pimple patch and this breakdown. <laughs> yeah. And I just 
don't know what anyone does without social media. How else would I know what it is to be a good mom if it weren't for all the mom fluencers and their sepia filtered pictures of babies bathing in buckets? Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Who can right. live without it? Also, how else would we know that Canadian news treasure Lisa LaFlemme was saying goodbye after 35 years of working for Bell were it not for social media because they did not give her a send off to all her viewers after unceremoniously dumping her for someone younger without gray hair, male, and definitely less expensive. On June 29th, I was informed that Bell Media made a quote business decision to end my contract, bringing to a sudden close my long career with CTV News. Wow. Wow. I was blindsided and I'm still shocked and saddened by Bell Media's decision. Yeah. Yeah. 35 years. Mm-hmm. That's Steve Murphy at 35 years. He still pops up from time to time. Yeah. Lloyd Robertson still hanging out. Peter Mansbridge is still hanging out. Yes. One of these things is not like all those others. Ah. <laughs> so hashtag Bell. Let's talk about it, shall we? Well, Bell called this a business decision, which definitely makes sense from a business standpoint to fire the anchor of Canada's top-rated newscast, who only months before that received the Canadian Screen Award for Best News Anchor. Uh-huh. According to inside sources, Lisa was let go because she had the audacity as a woman to push back against the vice president of news at Bell Media about different things, which, you know what, to be fair, was your mistake, Lisa, because we women know better than to have opinions that we assert in a male-dominated world, lest we be called bossy or strong-willed. Now, social media is calling for a boycott of Bell, which would be super easy if the biggest mafia family of media didn't own your phone, your internet, your TSN, (laughs) Crave, iHeartRadio, E, Much Music, Animal Planet, a bunch of radio stations that all sound the same. And of course, Ryan Seacrest, just to name a few things. <laughs> but truly, the public is appalled that a company could do this. As though we didn't already know this about their yearly mass culling the day after their annual mental health fundraiser. Are you talking about me? <laughs> or how they say, let go of new moms when they get back from mat leave and replace them with the woman who covered their mat leave. Are you talking about you? A hypothetical scenario, Foreman. It would just be amazing if the talent that Belle has let go of could find each other and create their own awesome show. <gasps> You're listening to it right now! Oh, Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. You are much uh, as part of this as we are, that's for sure. Absolutely. If you can hear us, that means you're in this circle of trust. We love you. We, this is for you, with you, uh, uh, equally, on and, all terms. And the things that happen in the circle of trust stay in the circle of trust. Sure, or you can share them around. I mean, that would be beneficial to us as well. Actually, yes, that too. Please also vote for us at vote.thecoast.ca. Oh, yeah, we're in that little <laughs> Best of Halifax Award for Best Radio Show. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> we digress on that point. We're not letting go of the cinnamon bun situation where <sighs> you are shocked and appalled that the Westfall Tim Hortons delisted cinnamon buns on their menu. Mm-hmm. We've called Sherry at Tim's in Porter's Lake. They still have them there. Although we didn't talk to Sherry, we talked to Brittany, mm-hmm. Sherry's daughter, mm-hmm. which was just delightful. I love that. We also then referred to uh, Linda, our favorite person who tells it like it is at the Robins up in Kennet Cook, and asked them, do you have cinnamon buns there? Oh, yes, we have cinnamon buns with lovely, lovely icing. Okay, what makes the icing so lovely? It's cream cheese icing. <gasps> and Melody hasn't been able to contain herself <laughs> since. <laughs> she had me a cream cheese. But she had everybody a cream cheese because we are getting so many texts from people okay. like Wayne saying, FYI, Robin's cinnamon rolls rock. Take the drive, Melanie. 
you know that much about Robin Cinnamon Rolls, but not Melody's Melody's name. That's, That's okay. okay. You're That's still okay. listening. That's and all right. We Thanks for you. listening. We love you, and we love you anyway. Yeah, circle of trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nine zero two four two five one zero three five. Who's this? It's Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Well, I'm calling for Melody. If she doesn't want to drive all the way out to Kennecook, there's a Robins in Porter's Lake that also has... <gasps> oh, no. Uh-oh, I have to choose between my Tim's in Porter's Lake and my yeah. Robins in... Aaron, my Robins in Porter's Lake. You can't do that to Sherry and oh, Brittany, no. can you? And then if you're ever down for a drive down Middle but there's a little restaurant down there called uh, Reed's, and they make homemade cinnamon buns. <laughs> you don't have to work with her for the rest of the show, right, Andrew? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Good morning, kids. It's Rick. How are you? Hey, hey Rick. <laughs> never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Melody, I got a deal for you. Oh, okay. I'll go buy you a box of cinnamon buns as long as I can watch you eat them. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, my professional opinion is to decline that offer. <laughs> this seems like maybe uh, uh, like some sort of websites might air this <laughs> for certain kinds of enjoyment. Mm, this, Is this the, I, would, I would use it for advertising. I'd collect a lot of hits. Yeah, like Anyways, uh, like a pop-up ad on another website, yes. <laughs> that, you can't, that you can't click off. It keeps coming up on your phone and yes, you just exactly. don't want your partner to see it because no, you weren't browsing that on your phone. Uh-uh. And not those weird sites that Forma goes on to check out horses and stuff. You know, not those. <laughs> You guys have a good morning. <laughs> you too. <laughs> oh, he's gone. <laughs> oh, God, what now? We just, uh, okay, we got one more here. <laughs> Hopefully it's a bit of a different topic here. Jake, what's what's up? Uh, well, just most people from there usually don't pronounce the T. Like, it's not like Kenneth Cook. It's like just Kenneth Cook. Kenneth Cook. And we're saying Kenneth yeah. Cook? Yeah, I heard, uh, heard a hard T there in the middle. Ooh. Melody or Foreman's hard T? <laughs> Uh, I think Foreman. Damn it. Mm, probably, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I used to live down there in Knoll, and the Kennecook is the only piece of civilization in between the shore and, mm -hmm. like, Elmsdale, I think, is the next closest. Okay, but as we all know, in December, you're Noel. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time yeah, it's Noel. of the year. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you for the uh, lesson, geography lesson. Yes. I hope it doesn't start another minor grant. Uh, yeah, I think it might. I hope it does. <laughs> what do you do about the guy who wants way too much, and in this case, way too soon? Mm -hmm. You contact Melody and Foreman, and they get their dating expert, Geneva Dickey from Book of Love Canada, on hand to answer the question, Dear Geneva, is it too much too soon? <laughs> It's a quarter after eight And Geneva is our date And we need you now We're knocking on your door Let us in cause it's time for Dear Geneva, Geneva.
this man last week who ticks off all the boxes I would have had on a checklist for a romantic partner. The unsettling part is that after two dates, he said he was tired of casual relationships, could see a serious relationship with me, so much so that he asked me to move in with him and talked about kids. Two dates? He mentioned his dysfunctional broken family and how that has made him resolve to be a committed partner and father. He's a lovely person, but I can't help thinking, is something wrong? This feels fast. I'm happy to work on a relationship, but this doesn't seem like an organic or healthy way for things to develop. What do you think? Oh, gosh. <laughs> how, and explain how he checks all the boxes at the same time as all of this other stuff. Uh, I right? mean, I guess it's like, okay, if I could have written down a person on paper, that would be this man. Yeah. He, you know. Just, just maybe without the move in and kid chat after two dates. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. That's okay. a lot. So here's, this actually happens a lot because what? sometimes. Oh, it does. It does. Of course it does. Oh my God. I believe, I believe that so much. Yes. Oh, okay. It does. It happens a lot. And sometimes, especially when people are coming to a matchmaker, it's almost like they woke up, you know, a month before and they're like, you know what? I'm ready to do this. So they come to me and they're ready to do this. Now, most of them aren't going to go on a first or second date with someone and say these things. But I always say, listen. Regardless of how your mindset has changed, you still are not going to hire somebody who's been in a business for two weeks to be in the CEO position. Mm. You have to still take the allocated amount of time to get to know them to make sure that they're that right partner. Well, it depends how much salary do they want. <laughs> You'll do it for 60? Okay. I'm <laughs> a really great negotiator. Yes, exactly. There are people on this post when we posted it yesterday who have said that they have actually lived this and it was successful. Like Liz Ann said 32 years ago, almost the same thing happened to me. It was more like four dates, but he's still here. Wow. Yeah. And I actually have a successful um, client, like a successful couple that are getting married uh, next year. And it was the same thing. When they came back after their first, second date, they, their follow-up was, yep, this is my person. You know, we're going to... And they moved in after six months and, and they were engaged, you know, two months after that. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, slow down. Don't. But <laughs> it's working now. I feel like... You just you can't decipher that in two dates no. of I enjoy talking to this person and, and they're hot. But like you think no, exactly. it might, you think it might in your Haley, uh, who's texted it. And it's nine zero two four two five one zero three five. You can comment while we're on Facebook Live or text or call whatever. But Haley says I met the guy of my dreams and he moved into my house after a couple of weeks. Things were great. I found out I was pregnant about three months later and haven't seen the guy since. <gasps> meme we see everywhere you know a guy will of course be your guy of a dream your dreams if he has to have a find a place to stay <laughs> <laughs> like nobody falls in love faster than a man who needs a place to stay right michael Sheehy on uh, on facebook said go on a trip with him because if you can live together out of a hotel room for a week sharing the same bed and bathroom you'll get an idea of whether he's long-term material or not that's also mm -hmm. ridiculous Okay, I'm just going to say, these are all just cute little antidotes. Yes. No. If someone is doing this on first or second date, it is a red flag. Yes. It is. Yes. Like, I was being cute before, but like, it is in the grand scheme of things, it is a red flag. Like Tara Hughes says, if you want to end up chopped in his basement or locked in a cage, go for it. This guy sounds like one heartbreak away from being Norman Bates. Oh.
You have been promised something earth-shattering, life-changing, you would even say. I'm going to say it. <laughs> what, are you, what are not, you calling it? Not to build it up at all, but I'm calling it the homemade snack solution of your dreams. <laughs> picture this. You're sitting in your house. It's nine o'clock. Kids are finally asleep. All of a sudden that craving hits you and you just want junk food so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. You go to your pantry. You don't have anything. You don't even have goldfish crackers. You got nothing. What do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You take your big ass block of cheese that you have because everybody has one of those big long blocks of cheddar. Cut half of it off. Half of the whole block. Yep. Throw it in a bowl. Uh-huh. Microwave it. What? Eat it with a spoon. <laughs> a bowl of cheese. With a spoon. Ooh, David. <laughs> what? What's ooh about that? It's so good. Because it, it has to be full fat cheese. You can't... You full can't, fat. Yeah, like you can't go and get that shredded, you know, 25% less calorie cheese. No. It doesn't melt the same. You need the oily good stuff you not i mean if you have melted cheese it's kind of like you make in your own queso you could put it you could pour it on a bed of tortilla chips you could dunk them in there did you not hear where i said you don't have those things <laughs> no you take your spoon you spin it around so it like honeycombs around the spoon David! Mm, and you just shove it in your mouth and eat it <laughs> That clip won't get taken out of context ever. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I am right here with you, Kristen, who's already texted 902-425-1035. This makes me nauseous. I could eat melted cheese on nachos, but not by itself. You just haven't done it. That's what, You just haven't done it. You're not alone. You are far from being alone, and I don't know what to think about everyone else's concoctions. Your homemade snack solutions. Christine Tizard. She yes. said, uh, I put mayonnaise and melted cheese on toast. Ew, David. Mayonnaise and, ew, no, no. No, that's so good. No, it isn't. So good. Uh, Natasha says, peanut butter and sugar on a spoon. Mandy Hudson says, two big marshmallows, a spoon full of peanut butter and some chocolate chips. You nuke them till they're melty and stirred together and you eat them with graham crackers or teddy grams. A s'more. You make a you make a bowl s'more. Yeah, Ash, my wife Ashley used to make s'mores. <laughs> we'll get the celebration cookies, yeah. so they already have the chocolate layer on top of them, and then she would uh, hover the marshmallows over the toaster to toast them. That's that's. And then I made fun of her for that, and then she switched to the burners on the stove. <laughs> We're talking about. I mean, it started with Melody's bowl of cheese. <laughs> So what do you think about that, Jess? So I'm like half on board with you because when I was a kid, we used to slice our cheddar, put it on a plate and microwave it and eat it. I don't know that I could do the whole block because I probably wouldn't poop for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can ask Melody about that side saying, effect. I'm just saying I can't understand why I'm always backed up, but I'm <laughs> sure they're not related at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, but yeah, we put it on a plate. The edges would get nice and crispy. The middle would stay all gooey. It is a great snack. I so, know exactly yeah. what you're yeah. talking about. Exactly. The edges get like, like yeah, that crispy. Oh, that sounds so good. So good. So good. And yeah. you would just eat it by itself or did you like you know, no. scoop it up with a cracker or something? Nope. Just a fork. 
all that nice grease would melt onto the like oh. hang off the fork, drip on the plate, and you shove that cheese in your mouth. Yep, yep, I'm with you, and it's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Hear your nervous laughter. You're like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I would have to start microwaving something, and that seems like oh, an issue. That's true. <laughs> Spirit Airlines employee promoted after fighting passenger. I mean, I mean suspended. <laughs> I just assumed. Spirit Airlines, yeah. after all. <laughs> We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. And this is what we do every Friday morning at this time. Round up all the headlines in the news this week that we couldn't possibly make up. Like Chinese city orders fishermen and their fish to be swabbed for COVID. <laughs> What? Uh-oh. Yes, you better get swabbing, boy. <laughs> Car removed from Winnipeg lot after nearly a decade leaves dent in ground and questions unanswered. <laughs> Who was it? Why did it get there? What? Like, where pretty, are they? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here, guys? Uh, Venice mayor promises to buy dinner for anyone who identifies, quote, imbeciles seen surfing down the Grand Canal. <laughs> buy you dinner. A steak and potato. (laughs) Freezer found washed up on Nantucket Beach filled with (gasps) ice cream. Whoa! (laughs) Not where I thought we were going. Uh, Actually, we have some nice headlines this week, too. Like the toddler chasing bubbles finds a missing elderly woman in the woods. (laughs) But the toddler didn't care. They just wanted those bubbles. Yeah, I got the bubbles, too. Yeah. Uh, Kid goes viral for dropping hot dog and face palming at White Sox game gets all he can eat hot dog party from Chicago restaurants. That kid is so cute. You shared it on our Twitter. It's delightful. It really is, yeah. Uh, and other headlines of the week that we couldn't make up. Great grandmother celebrates 106th birthday wow. with nude butler. <gasps> oh, go girl! In related news, naked driver suspected of DUI. <laughs> UK man surprised to find nearly naked man asleep on top of his car. It really is a funny picture. Yeah, also on our Twitter. Yeah. Couple arrested for riding the big green tractor on Cedar Point Ferris wheel. Oh, God. They were waiting in line for so long. And now we we have to call it, hey, you want to ride the Cedar Point Ferris wheel? How fast are your fellow Haligonians traveling on the roads? How well, fast? Bedford man caught traveling 160 on the 102. Oh, God. Lower Sackville man caught traveling 167 on the 101. You are not in the opening sequence of a James Bond movie, sir. <laughs> not arrested, but merely detained Oklahoma woman shoots at officers, escapes from police car, tests positive for meth. Ah. <laughs> And we continue down headlines like that for the remainder of these headlines. We can't make up like Alabama woman busted for meth while wearing Walter White (laughs) t-shirt. That's great. Florida man arrested for drugs told cops meth is legal now. Um, (laughs) Florida woman charged for throwing raw steak at her husband. On meth? Probably. Florida man released from jail breaks into three cars in police parking lot. <laughs> Naked Florida man with machete tries to rob victim of clothes. 
Well, of course. Yeah, fair <laughs> and for you, Melody, New York man arrested after 420 pounds of marijuana found in vehicle. Oh, he was jamming. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in a few weeks, it's really soon, it's about, actually it's about a month or so, uh, Over the Edge is coming up and Shelly is here from the CNIB because uh, she's a part of it, CNIB of course is a part of it, and Melody you are also participating. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, Melody, I heard that you're going to be part of it, so it's really exciting. Um, I know. It's rappelling down the side of a building. Yeah, 13 so stories. The Western Nova Scotian. Yeah, um, I did it last year. Apparently, I, I'm uh, I'm blind, so but my partner was describing the view to me. We did it together, and uh, it was gorgeous, apparently. So, um, <laughs> But it's for, it's not just for funsies. It's for a good cause. It is. So it's an awesome experience, but it's also um, to help raise money for CNIB, which provides wonderful programs and services to people with sight loss. Um, in Canada, this is a Nova Scotia fundraiser, so all the funds will stay here in Nova Scotia to to serve people with sight loss. And some of the services we provide include accessible technology training, um, because technology has opened a whole new world. It's been a game changer for people with sight loss and other disabilities. Oh, and and kids too. Like you're, you know, when kids are maybe used to having uh, technology and help while in school, as you become an adult, you lose a lot of those things. And that's where you, again, come in and help them out too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We uh, we definitely work with, I mean, the kids know more than we do about technology, right? So <laughs> they're yes. very, we're actually running a, a youth camp this week and the kids, they just, they know more than we do. They're teaching us. But, uh, yeah, sounds about but right. we do have some youth that are rappelling down the side of the building too. So <gasps> it's really cool. So on that note, as one of the rappellers, <laughs> uh, what should one expect from rappelling 13 stories. Uh, it sounds scary. I'm ex- I'm so excited, but it sounds scary. It is very exciting and scary. Um, the people that help us out from over the edge are very well trained and they will make you feel super comfortable. They do a little bit of training beforehand and chat with you along the way with, with uh, walkie-talkies on your shoulder and stuff like that. But oh, that sounds it's awful. Scary. That yeah. sounds distracting, yeah. <laughs> actually. That's a, that's like when I was when I was giving birth and I was trying to push Lily out and people kept giving me words of encouragement and I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, I'm focusing. Oh my gosh, I have a Lily as well. My daughter's name <gasps> is do. Lily too. Oh Woo, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, um, well, handful. I think this is especially distracting for Melody in particular because in one year, she may have the over-the-edge experts. In the other ear, she's going to have me because I would like to do this live on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yay. But um, we're also on Thursday night, we're going to be at the Lion's Head launching um, an online auction, an online 50-50, and an online uh, raffle for WestJet tickets. So we're Ooh. we're doing a bunch of stuff coming up, to, um, And we're still looking for repellers. So yeah. if anybody wants to raise money and repel... It'll be awesome. So, yeah, the Thursday night at the Lion's Head is 50-50 and extra fundraising uh, Thursday, September 15th. And then there's rappelling down the Weston, Nova Scotian, September 16th and 17th. 
uh, and you want to get a team, have people pledge, support you, that kind of thing. And if you raise enough money, then you get to actually repel. And either way, all this money is helping out the CNIB. So where do you go to sign up uh, a team or yourself and, and start the process? Go to cnib.ca slash over the edge, and that'll take you right to the page where you can donate or join up, sign up, whatever. And we're here along the way to encourage people and, and fundraising. Some people find it scary, like, oh, my God, I can't raise, you know, $750 is the, the minimum mm-hmm. um, to be able to repel. And if you think about it, like, it's really not a lot. It might seem like a lot, but if you get a bunch of people donating 10 bucks, 20 bucks, it's easy to raise. So, and it's for a great cause. We are expecting a call here from one of our uh, new friends and new fans. Do you call her a fan? Do you call? Well, we're a fan of her, really. Uh, that's definitely more like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Danica. She is eight. Uh, ran into our street team at Miracle Treat Day, and the phone is ringing. <gasps> Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Danica. Hi. Hey. Hi, Melody. Hi, Foreman. Danica, you had posted, I mean, you took a picture with our street team. When was this and what happened? When that happened, we went home from Dairy Queen and mom made a post. And you, Melody, yes, <laughs> text, texted back, right? Yeah. And said, OMG, hi, Danica. <laughs> we would love to talk to you guys on Monday. Because you saw us. It was a miracle treat day. That's why we were at Dairy Queen. Obviously, that's why you were there. Yep. And you said to say hi to us, Melody and Foreman. Yes, I did. So we were just so excited to meet you because that means that you listen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Eight. Eight. Wow. Okay, you sound very, very, very mature for an eight-year-old. I, you could have passed for a 25-year-old, and I wouldn't have known the difference. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're starting school in a couple weeks. Yes, I am. Are Go. you excited for that, or are you uh, anxious and hate that summer's ending? I'm excited. Well, yeah, I'm excited. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B is, of co- is okay. <laughs> what grade would you be going into? Four. That's a big year. My daughter, Harley, is two. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, well, I don't know yet, but I'm well. about, about to find out. <laughs> What's your favorite part of school? Uh, probably gym, <laughs> and especially jungle gym. Ah, oh, yes. And library. Oh, that's good, too, yeah. If it's easy, I like it. <laughs> Same. Yeah, exactly. That's why people listen to us. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, we don't require much thought. No, but since we have you here, Danica, on the radio, is there anything you would you would like to do or anything you want to say? Why did the snowman go to the grocery store? Why did the snowman go to the grocery store? Uh, because why? To pick his nose. <laughs> Pick his nose. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Jokes take me a little bit longer than the average person. (laughs) Remember that part about not requiring a lot of (laughs) And I think my mechanic is on to me. 
for being the guy talking about his dead battery on the radio. This is a good thing, Foreman. I think it is. Okay, why do you think this and what happened and what is that? That little scroll. This little scroll is a full report on my battery's performance status. It looks like a receipt. It is. It basically oh. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't realize the little battery testing machine, you can tell how uh, car savvy I am, <laughs> made receipts, but it does. Oh. I don't know if they normally give them out to customers, but they did for me. They're like, we know you're going to talk about this, so here you go. Here's as much information as we can give you. We're doing it all week. So uh, we were on PEI last week, and so came back to the car that we left at home, was dead. It had yeah. been in the garage, and it was dead. So I had to crawl through the trunk and get at the manual and unscrew things and take out car seats or whatever to be able to get into the trunk because when your car's dead, you can't open your trunk. Which is a design flaw. Yeah, you may not have thought about it, but you will the next time your car is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I keep the jumper cables in the cabin under the driver's seat. Ah, <laughs> yes. clever. Because the very next day, Tuesday morning, it was dead again. But then it was fine after that and fine Wednesday. But my wife, Ashley, thought we should get it tested anyway. I like how you're asking. You're saying it as though she suggested it. We probably should do it. No, she booked it for you and told you you have to. She made the appointment. You're yep. going Thursday <laughs> afternoon and you will get the battery test, which takes about 30 to 40 minutes. And they, you know, it's the testing the battery and the alternator and the starter and all the connections and all that stuff. So dropped it off out there out in White's Lake. So it's a bit of a drive. Okay. But I really like this particular place. Okay. Especially <laughs> and, now. Yeah. And then they call me back and this very, very chatty, very no Scotian mechanic gives me a full report. of like, so your battery, and now I have the receipt to prove it, your battery is testing at 100% capacity. Wow. Which is unheard of. <laughs> okay, Donald Trump. My battery. It's tremendous. Let no me tell one has. <laughs> yeah. It's the best battery. We have the best batteries here. Everybody tells me. Yeah. Yep. Even when it starts, you're start if it were if your starting voltage goes down under 11 volts, then you might have a problem. My starting voltage when it's starting is almost 13 volts. Oh, wow. It is tremendously huge. Tremendously huge. The normal to everything about this is normal. The alternator's fine. Connections are fine. Your starter is fine. We can't find a single thing wrong with it. It's better than most vehicles. Huh. So I wish I could tell you some good news here, guy, but I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, no, that's the best news. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with my car. <laughs> yeah, that's great. C celebrate good times. Come on. You still had to pay for that information. No, <gasps> I didn't. Ashley was told on the phone, making this appointment for me, that it would be at least there's like a $40 diagnostic fee or whatever. But <gasps> the fine people at Toy Box Automotive in White Lakes <laughs> <laughs> seem to have felt sorry for me and maybe heard about my trials and tribulations on the radio. One or the other or both. Don't care because I didn't have to pay. <laughs> Was that again? Toy Box Automotive wow. in White's Lake. <laughs> I'll be back for more free services yeah. in the future. <laughs> Melody. Yes, Foreman. From Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. Correct. You just revealed that your husband, Tom, regularly drinks milk. Yeah. Can we call him? <laughs> just okay. for a second here. <laughs> 